for listening to the Slang Strong Podcast. And now your host, JR, and today's guest, Matt. What's up, everybody? I am JR, and I am here with Matt, and this is the Slang Strong Podcast. Matt, thank you for joining me today. How are you, sir? Hey, not too bad. How's it going yourself? I uh, am doing well. This is our first ever episode of the Slang Strong Podcast, and the roundabout idea for this, this is something uh, that you and I have talked about doing for possibly decades, I don't know, very long time, Um, but I, speaking only for myself, have always uh, been a procrastinator. So it was like any reason to not do something is a good enough reason for me. So just thinking about it and talking about it is something we've done for years. Um, maybe the past month or so, I was scrolling through the TikTok, uh, and this video came up. This guy's talking about this thing called the 100-hour rule, which is basically the idea is you do something – for a hundred hours over the course of a year and you're so proficient at that task you're better than 95 percent of the population and i thought that was really interesting um obviously doesn't apply to everything it's not going to make you uh an nfl player you're not going to be the top five percent of nfl players but it's an interesting concept that by a hundred hours over the course of the year which he broke down to be just 18 minutes a day uh, makes you very proficient, better than most people at a certain task. And for me, I kind of got different motivation with that because I, I I started thinking about it and I thought, okay, well, 18 minutes a day, I could do a podcast for roughly that. And originally the idea was that we were going to do it every day for 18 minutes. And basically what had happened was we started recording the first few and we were going to start posting them on January 1st, uh, which was a few days ago, and just have one every day basically throughout the whole year to kind of see, chart our progress, see how it's going, uh, that kind of thing. But fucked up, deleted the first one threw everything off um so what we're gonna do instead is do a weekly podcast and it'll be longer but we did find ourselves cutting off a lot you know because we're so verbose that getting it to just 18 minutes was kind of turning to be a pain in the ass and it it just wasn't that cohesive so my stupidity i think is actually going to work out in a lot of ways. But one of the things I was telling you right before we hopped on here was just in the past, like I said earlier, you know, uh, this is something that I've thought about a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm sure you've thought about it a lot. but just Yeah, for we've whatever, talked about it. We've, we've, we've talked about it, but for whatever reason, just didn't do it, you know. Um, and I was thinking about this when I was thinking about, okay, do we just re-record episode one and then go from there? And I'm kind of just, all the negative thoughts were in my head. And I was like, you know what? This is the kind of thing that 
in the past, I just would have been like, no, nope, I'm out. Fuck it. Not worth it. And I just would have right. stopped, you know? But I was like, no, you know what? We're going to do this. Uh, we're going to tweak it. And I actually think that this is better. Um, I Bob like Ross it. would call it a happy accident. Exactly, man. You're just painting those little trees. They turn out the way they turn out. At the end, you've got a masterpiece. So right. that'll be us at the end of the year. So, you know, we'll have an hour or two every week that uh, we will drop on the podcast sphere. And uh, that'll be it. Maybe sometimes we'll have bonus episodes. Maybe sometimes it'll just be me. Maybe sometimes it'll just be Matthew. Uh, maybe yeah, never told me that. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Uh, what? Yeah, nah. <laughs> no, not at all. No. I was just, I was in it. I was in the, the flow, and it came out. Um, <laughs> that might have been the first time I've ever called you that. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Um, Felt gross. <laughs> you're right. Uh, my dog Astro may hop in from time to time. He doesn't bark that much, though. He's kind of a quiet dog. He's only barked a few times the whole time I've had him for these, you know, three years or so. So that'll be kind of a, that'll be a quiet, you know, podcast if, if Astro takes over. But I think one of the things that it always stopped me from wanting to do a podcast was whenever I'm looking into it, one of the things that everyone always tells you that you're supposed to do is, you know, come up with a specific topic, but not only that, like go as niche as possible with that topic, you know, like what's the more specific you can get. And at least for me, that's not really what I want to do. I mean, we, we both could just say, Hey, this is about Marvel Comics. We're going to talk about Marvel Comics. And we could right. do that. But, you know, we have lots of interests. We just want to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And I think that that would be much more interesting than being super specific. Like, this is a, uh, this is a Sony PlayStation podcast, and that's all we talk about. I don't – it's not really – really what I want to do so we'll talk about anything we'll talk about whatever we want um we'll have you know random guests on that are our friends um I I don't know how much you've thought about this but I would like to have random guests from just like different like professions and stuff you know yeah that'd be dope just talk about them like what do you, so what do you do what is what does a podiatrist do I was just thinking, I don't know. But just anything that people are passionate about, I I like listening to them talk about it, you know? Yeah. Um, the other day, again, scrolling through TikTok, and I was thinking about some of the stuff that I was looking at. Never, never would have ever come up in my life. So... On TikTok, they have TikTok Live where people will just, they could just go on live and they can live stream. And I'm scrolling through and I come across this guy that's just like filleting fish, like professionally, like that's his job. And I'm sitting there watching it for like three minutes. 
I'm like, I want to see you fillet this fish. Because the dude's just like an expert with that knife going at it. And it's like, who would have ever thought five years ago, ten years ago, that people would want to watch someone like butchering meat, filleting fish, or doing any of that kind of shit? Who, who would have thought that people would want to watch that? You know, I mean, if you say it like that, it makes me feel like the future is boring as fuck. Well, you okay. know what I mean? Because it's like, uh, no, that that sounds boring as hell. Like there are plenty exactly. of other entertaining things out there, and I'm sure it is entertaining. But I mean, like I was saying, when someone masters some shit, like even if it's not something I'm necessarily interested in, I'm like, oh man, that's craziness. Yes, absolutely. Now. I didn't say that I dedicated my life to watching people cut up fish, but for like those yes. few minutes or whatever, it fucking held my interest. You know? Right. I was like, oh, this is a this is a flounder now. How does he approach this? And he does like a different kind of <laughs> cut. He did because like the flounders are the ones that are like kind of shaped like, you know, a stegosaurus with like the hump, you know? And he he did like three cuts and removes the skin flap, and I'm like, wow. That was interesting. There was thousands of people watching this guy. Thousands. And again, like you said, this isn't what I want to do all day. This isn't what I want to do, you know. uh, If I'm getting cable, if we're rewinding back to 1999 and I'm, you know, uh, sitting up my cable TV, I'm not like, I got to have the fucking filet fish channel, you know. But... It was interesting, and I sat there, and I watched it for a few minutes. There's a guy on there on TikTok that works at McDonald's, and he live streams. Thousands of people watching this guy in the morning making sausage McMuffins. It's just so weird to me, but it is interesting, you know? I'm like, oh. I mean, is it, though? For a minute, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm not devoting my life to it. But right. just some of these things, like, I I, I want to see where this goes for a minute, you know? <laughs> it's like Rick when they have, like, the interdimensional cable, and he's like, I want to see where this goes. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Uh, there's just so much shit out there, dude. And a lot of it, for and sure. that's what I love about TikTok, is it's all quick, you know? It's all a few minutes, and I don't know. There's just so much of that stuff that... It's not a hobby of mine, but, you know, there's, like, a lot of woodworking stuff on there that I think is really interesting. You know, people, what they're doing with wood these days, with the wood. Um, so, yeah, I don't even know why I started talking about that, but lots of interest is what we have, and we'll talk about whatever's going on. Um, one of the things that you know, I wanted to talk about was uh, the DC universe. You know, they had Black Adam come out recently with The Rock, uh, which ended up just being a terrible movie. Phenomenal piece of cinema. Yeah, it was one of the movies of all time, for sure. (laughs) Um, And The Rock ended up kind of looking like an asshole. Um, I don't know, it was interesting. They, but but DC in general, just such a mess, dude. Such a shit show. 
and it's been that way for years. Um, yeah. The MCU with the Marvel movies just firing on all cylinders. Um, obviously peaked at Endgame, you know. Um, now we're moving into like the next era of Marvel movies, which I think, I think could surpass where we were at the end of the Infinity Saga, especially once they start introducing like the X Men and that stuff. It'll be, it'll be game over. Um, but DC over here said, you know what? We want to do what Marvel's doing, so let's make one Superman movie. And then let's, for some reason, make Batman versus Superman terrible. And then let's make Justice League terrible. And then you got all these kids out here saying, you know, release the Snyder Cut as if that's going to make it better. Did you watch the Snyder Cut? I did. It was better. Yeah. To be honest, it was better. Um, yeah, 100%. That's, it still wasn't good, though. It was better. It, it wasn't horrible, which uh, by comparison makes it good, which is sad. But it, it wasn't it like three hours or something ridiculous? It was like four hours. It was, it was so long. Definitely like two movies. They could have cut so much bullshit out of that movie too, dude. It yeah, so but much. the problem is they they cut like the wrong bullshit out in the first place. Exactly. Like, exactly. If, if he had like like honestly he wasn't gonna make a four-hour movie like he had to like have been able to edit when he like shot everything and everything but uh he didn't like he was kicked off of the fucking project and shit so like were they gonna release a four-hour movie nah man like that's that's not what's gonna happen but like like i was saying it's not it definitely didn't save the universe like uh, Wonder Woman was the best one they've had in a minute. Uh, Absolutely. Eh, then the Suicide Squad. Well, like no, no, no. Then Suicide Squad. Before <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Again, just just the fucking ridiculousness after ridiculousness. So this is kind of the stuff that drove me crazy about the way they were doing, like. Marvel, I think, is doing a much better job. I mean, it's not even a discussion. But I'm not one of those people who's going to be like, well, I don't want to watch DC movies. I'm a Marvel fan. I don't get why those types of people exist. Enjoy all of them. Enjoy everything. I want them all to be good. I also want them all to be good, but I can see, like, if someone just grew up with Marvel and, like, didn't read DC, how they would be like, I don't really... I don't really care for it. Not like I'm I'm not doing that shit. I'm fucking Marvel for life just because they wouldn't have any interest in it. But I know that there are people that are like, "No, nah, fuck that. I'm team Marvel." No, I and that's I've weird. been on the internet too. I I see those people. <laughs> they do exist. Right. Um I I want the movies to be better. They're not. They're just at least, you know, right now they're not. Uh the Batman movies, the Batman Nolan movies, amazing. Dark Knight, one of my top favorite movies of all time. The problem with all of these stupid things that they're doing, though, is they're trying to build a cohesive cinematic universe without really thinking any of it through, dude. Yeah, they're not putting in the groundwork to build a universe. They're just trying to mash it together. 
Yeah. It just, and, and one thing that really, there's so many things that I hate about what they did. Batman versus Superman, you have Jesse Eisenberg, and, you know, everyone talks about what an awful Lex Luthor he was, and, dude, he was an incredible pick for Lex Luthor. He right. could have been an awesome Lex Luthor if they would have used him right. Um, right. You've seen The Social Network, right? I have not. Okay. So The Social Network is about this small indie company called Facebook, which you may have heard of. Uh, definitely not the Facebook, though. Not the Facebook. All right. So part of Facebook's history, they're going through all these lawsuits about, like, he stole it and all this bullshit, right? But this is after Facebook is, like, already huge. And just this one scene, I was like, that's fucking Lex Luthor right there. So Zuckerberg, who is Jesse Eisenberg, is playing Zuckerberg, is in this deposition. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, not ignoring the uh, the other counsel who's, like, questioning him. But he he is not interested whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And the the lawyer kind of gets upset, and he's like, you know, don't you think that this is worth worth your your time or your focus or whatever? And the way that he fucking claps back at this guy, he's like, this is worth the least amount of my attention. Like, and he just goes off. Just the way that he just breaks this down, I'm like, that's Lex Luthor right there, dude. Lex Luthor is like in his brain, he's just better than everyone. Including Superman, and that's uh, that's meta. If they would have brought that, <laughs> if they would have brought that Jesse Mark Zuckerberg Eisenberg into, uh-huh. uh, you know, Superman, would have been amazing. But they didn't. They didn't do that. Um, but yeah, I think like he was just you know playing the hands he was dealt, and he wasn't dealt a fucking decent hand, like. I, I mean, the writing was stupid. Like, Awful. he played a fucking, he played the best he could, and, like, it wasn't that, decent. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. He could have been amazing in the right circumstances, but he was not the director. He was not the writer. He was not the person putting that movie together. Right. He was the one who showed up to play Joker. Joker. <laughs> Riddler? Anyway. He was very confused. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem. He didn't even know who he was playing. Uh, Lex <laughs> Luthor, he, he's there playing it how they tell him to. So that was awful. It's like every step they took was awful. Man of Steel was a decent movie, but then he followed up with Batman versus Superman. Stupid. Awful. Right. Uh, Justice League, bad in every way. Wonder Woman, wow, this is really good. Wonder Woman, explain to me why it was set in 1875. Why? Why why are we having Wonder Woman in one in, in World War One? Yeah. Why? Uh, You're trying to build a cohesive cinematic universe. You could just say, Hey, she's really old, but like maybe set the movie in like nineteen ninety six or something. Why why? Right. Because then you have Trevor right, who's in the movie, Chris Pine, who was really good in it, and you're like, well, he's going to be dead by the time we catch up to, like, the current timeline. Right. You know? 
but then they find a way to bring him back for 1984, which was just silly and stupid. Agreed. But it's like, is that what their plan was for the entire thing? Just keep bringing him back like a young version <laughs> of him? Like, they should have just set it in, like, a, a relatively, you know, recent timeline. And if it's very important to you to make it, make people know that she's very old, there's other ways of doing that. It just, right. It made no sense to me. But that being said, that was better than most of the other stuff that they were doing. True. You know, um, and this stuff with Black Adam, I remember telling you once I saw that Superman was in it, I'm like, well, that's dope because Henry Cavill is awesome. Um, I love him as Superman. I love that he's a giant nerd that just fucking loves comics and World of Warcraft and Warhammer 40K and all that shit. And right. The Witcher. That's awesome. Um, and then, like, what? Weeks after the movie came out, they're like, oh, yeah, you're you're done. Yeah, huh? no more of that. Like, dude, just, oh, man. So, just a mess. Uh, they had Flash, the new Flash movie, I think it was originally supposed to come out this year, now coming out next year. This was supposed to be uh, the thing that changed the DC universe so they could get it back on track. Um, so I'm assuming it was going to be Flashpoint, right? Something like that. Right. They just shake up the whole timeline, and then that kind of explains why going forward things are different. Where, you know, they're keeping, like, half of the people around and getting rid of the others, like, on a case-by-case basis. Aquaman wasn't bad. Aquaman was fine. Um, Jason Momoa's awesome. He's a cool guy. I like watching him and stuff. So Aquaman was, eh. It was okay. It was it was barely passable. Sure. And then, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's that's about all that needs to be said. Right. It was, uh, you know, after seeing, it happened after seeing what they did with Namor in Wakanda Forever, you're like, eh, it wasn't, <laughs> you know, right. He's no Namor. We'll just say that. <laughs> For sure. So everything was supposed to build up to Flashpoint, and then you've got this motherfucker, Ezra Miller, right. who I don't even know what this guy's doing. Does anybody know what this guy's doing? Is there? Uh, I think he was like, all right, so I see what happened to R. Kelly, but I'm white and cocky, so I think I can get away with this shit. I'm going to double down on that. <laughs> is is he like running a cult or some shit? Like, what the fuck is he I, doing, dude? Dude, nothing good. Nothing good. You know, he gets arrested in Hawaii, and you think, okay, we're probably not going to hear much more about that. No, he gets arrested like a few days later, and it just gets worse. <laughs> then you hear about like underage uh, girls' accusations are coming out, and you're like, ooh, this guy's, this guy's digging a pretty fucking deep hole over here. Right. What is going on? And this this is who DC was putting all their hopes on. Mm-hmm. It was this motherfucker. And they got They still haven't canceled that shit. No, they haven't. I don't think they're going to necessarily. Nah. Um but with all of the cancellations and all the changes that they've made, you got to imagine like they they thought hard about it. They for sure thought hard about it. 
um, they canceled Batgirl. That shit was like almost done. Yeah, it was completely done. I think Michael Keaton was even in it. Like he had a little Jeez. cameo in it. They just were like, nah. They're like, hey, uh, you know, you own HBO Max. You can just like put it out there for free, right? Nah, we're just gonna. Yeah, it. it's too bad. You know what? Yeah, we're just gonna throw it. Out. Didn't that well, just cost you eighty million dollars? Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna delete it. <laughs> How bad of a situation do you have to be in? Seriously. To do that? So then they come out and they say that they have hired James Gunn to basically take over, which is the smartest thing in my opinion they could have done. Short of them getting Kevin Feige to jump ship and just run everything, that was brilliant. Dude, I grew up on comics. You grew up on comics. All that kind of shit. Before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I didn't know who the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy were. Right. I literally didn't know it was a thing. I didn't even know who that... Honestly, as someone who was a comic fan growing up, I didn't even know that Guardians of the Galaxy existed. (laughs) So, I mean, other people did. People who are obviously much more hardcore fans. uh, People who liked them. I didn't, though. And for a lot of people, you ask a lot of people, Guardians of the Galaxy is their favorite MCU franchise. Makes sense. Good movies, dude. Really good movies with characters... I didn't know anything about. Yeah. Anything whatsoever. And the Suicide Squad, right? We were just talking about that blunder. So they come out with Suicide Squad, which was absolutely awful. And then they get James Gunn to do the sequel. What do they call it? Uh, Suicide Squad 2. Suicider Squatter. You know, too fast, too suicide, too, too squat. No, they just... We'll just call it the Suicide Squad. Classic. That's all they did. The. They added the word the. But that shit was way better than the first one. For sure. It was really good. They got rid of like half of the characters. They added absolutely ridiculous characters to the new one. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. And that's what James Gunn does. He is a fan. He takes these franchises that are like you don't even you don't even know about them to household names. It's insane. Peacemaker. We were talking about that. I love that show. Show is yeah. so insanely great. good. The character is ridiculous. Everything about that show is ridiculous, but it's amazing it's absolutely it's incredible so i am very curious to know where they go next from here um they did say that they're going to start announcing things you know first part of the year that's where we are that's where we're at now first part of the year so i'm sure they'll start letting us know a little bit of what's going to come uh we'll see We'll see where they take it from here. I think this can only be a good thing. One thing I am kind of confused about is it seems like 
they're keeping certain things but getting rid of others. They've said they're getting rid of Henry Cavill. Uh, they're going with a younger Superman. Awesome. That's cool. Um, Wonder Woman, though, I think they may be keeping. So that's what I'm curious about. What is staying? What is going? Right? Yeah. Um, what do you think about everything that they've done in this whole James Gunn situation? I mean, I'm happy about James Gunn taking over. Uh, I'm a little... Like, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm confused. Like, you remember back when he had that controversy and, like, got fired from, I think it was Guardians 2? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I think it was, like, over tweets well, or something? like tweets that were, like, uh, years and years and years old that someone just kind of brought to the forefront. Yeah. Which, like, all right. Um, also, uh... I'm pretty sure it was all like tongue in cheek, just like uh, what's the word? Edgy shit that like kids do, and uh, not like hey, I'm full of hate and spewing like vitriol and shit. Like that would be different. I just am weird by like, okay, you're fired because we can't have this stuff because it's even if it's old as shit, and then you're like, uh, you know what? Never mind. Like. Yeah. I think it might have just been like a knee jerk reaction, but I still think that's silly. It was definitely a knee jerk reaction. They're like, uh, Disney is like, we're the biggest company on the planet. Uh, he made, I don't even remember what it was off the top of my head. It was like a pedophile joke or something, but it was like it was yeah. a joke. It was very clearly a joke, just a very edgy joke from like eight years before or something ridiculous. Right. But. It just, it made the rounds. People started talking about it. Uh, they panicked. They fired him. And then they ended up bringing him back. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that might have been a pretty big fuck up on their part because just that little bit of, you know, them firing him, I think that's what opened the door for him to do Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Right. And then come and do like Peacemaker and all that, which led him to completely leave. Right? Which I don't think this necessarily hurts the MCU in a big way, other than I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming Guardians of the Galaxy, this they have their, you know, final movie coming out in a few months. It is directed by him, written by him, you know, the it's got the core group of the the Guardians. They're all there, but I have a feeling that by the end of it, it's going to be completely shaken up, and it's not just going to be like, oh, hey, tune in for Guardians of the Galaxy 4. I don't Right. I think going forward, it's just going to be kind of, you know, whoever's still part of the MCU will be, but I I think they might be done. Yeah. I don't know. Um, So I don't know. If he stayed with Marvel, what would they have just kept making Guardians movies? I don't know. No, I'm sure they would have put him in charge of other projects, though. Kind of like they did uh, with the brothers who did Civil War, and then they came back and they had him do, like, Infinity War and Endgame, which they killed it. They did yeah. such an awesome job. Maybe something like that, where they kind of give them, give them the last few movies of, you know, the big arc. And right now the arc that they're in for Marvel is leading towards Kang, which is going to be awesome, I think. 
Um, everyone's talking about what a lull that Marvel's in right now, and it and it is just because we just came off of like the highest peak, you know, which right. was Endgame. We just came off of Everest. Now we're in a valley, so it just seems like nothing's going on. But it will get back to where it is, uh, where it was. Um, I think potentially even higher, especially once they start rolling out like X Men. But dude, if they come out with Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four are really good, really interesting, we could be right back where we were in no time, dude. You know, you you never know. With because we've talked about this a lot, Avengers weren't shit when we were kids, dude. Right. Nobody cared about the Avengers. It was all about X-Men, dude. X-Men in the 90s, X-Men was such a bigger franchise than the Avengers. Iron Man, Captain America, like, what is it? These are, like, my grandpa's favorite Like, I couldn't name, like, half of the Avengers at any given point in time. Except for when the Avengers, like, video game came out. Yes. Uh, Exactly. Hawkeye. (laughs) Yeah. That game was actually dope. But... Yeah, it was. Nobody cared about it, but Marvel didn't have rights to X-Men, so they couldn't make an X-Men movie. So, John Favreau comes out, gets Robert Downey Jr., does Iron Man, history. Boom. History's made. Mm-hmm. And the Iron, the, now the Avengers are bigger than the X-Men. Because yep. of how insanely popular the Avengers were, but when Kevin Feige gets his fingers on the X-Men, they have to be planning something insane for the X-Men because they worked so hard to get them. They had to buy the rights from Fox. They spent billions of dollars. They didn't do that to make a Fantastic Four movie. They did it for the X-Men. They wanted those X-Men. So that, I think, it's just barely been teased uh, what they're going to do with them, right? We yeah. did see Professor X. That was awesome in uh, Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. Professor X shows up, crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. Awesome. Yellow chair and all. Yellow chair. Have you seen the like the little video where he comes out and he like he's like grinding on that little rail in front? He's like... And he just like grinds the fucking rail, dude. That's no. hilarious. Just the like the fan edits and stuff. But so we've seen him. Uh, loose mentions of like there was a there was a brief Wolverine mention in uh, She Hulk, which was like when she's looking at the paper, it mentions like a man with claws. And then Hugh Jackman is gonna be playing Wolverine uh, once. They said he has a two-movie deal, so I'm guessing Deadpool 3, he's in it with Ryan Reynolds, uh, and then Secret Wars, I'm assuming is the other one that he comes back, but I'm sure they've got, you know, they're working on casting Wolverine right now, which is going to be huge. Um, Yeah. I'm hoping for a tiny Wolverine. A tiny Wolverine? Here's the thing. I couldn't care less about that. Because, you know, in a movie, can you tell that someone's five foot tall? Uh, One, like, 
you can't, but I like the fact that, like, I, I mean, you could if you, like, shot it well and, like, yeah. everyone else is giant in it, but, like, it, it more is, to me, like, uh, I guess part of his personality, he's like a, like a miniature pincer, like, that motherfucker is aggressive all of the time. You just pulled Wolverine like he's a fucking chihuahua, dude? Yeah, man. Saying? He's got Chihuahua temperament. See, but I think, and his like... first go-to is murder. Like that—that's uh, like that's it. Like... <laughs> he does like to murder Wolverine. <laughs> See that kind of energy, though. It's kind of like big dick energy, you know. You know, right? You don't have, but to being have in the a tiny person, like... have big dick energy, right? It's. It's the energy. He, I didn't know that Hugh Jackman was 6'3". I didn't know that. I, well, I, I knew that really... he wasn't 5'3". Like... Yeah, because nobody's 5'3". Uh, Wolverine's 5'3". Have you ever met someone in 5'3 in your entire life? You can't uh... even see them from where you're standing. <laughs> How, wh- where would you even see these people? I mean, come on. I think I'm dating one. <laughs> oh, ooh, interesting. Women are visible at five three. That's a <laughs> the men, though. However, strange fact. I mean, if you've ever been on Tinder, they don't like those short kings all the time. For sure. You know? Um, but yeah, if they made Wolverine five three, I I would hate it. I would hate it because he would just look so. And he never looks ridiculous. If you're looking at comics, he never looks like he's a tiny little guy. You know what I mean? He, I mean, he kind of does, though. When? I can't think like, of... Like, even in the game, like on Genesis, like, you pick him and you're like, oh, shit, Wolverine's tiny as fuck. And then how he hops on Sentinels and everything, like, he's a tiny guy. And it's not a bad Sentinels thing, especially for him. Like, I love Wolverine, but he's a tiny dude. Yeah, I I just think that's one of the dumbest aspects of like his his whatever. If you would have told me Hugh Jackman was 5'8", I would have believed you. I I I I didn't know. You know. I Yeah, but 5'8" is choice. still 5 inches taller than Wolverine is supposed to be. That's like... what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, dude. 5'3", it's just it just it's stupid at that point because you, they almost have to you... go out they have to go out of their way to make him look small. And then what? You're going to have him next to Thor, who's six foot 17. You get Colossus me Peter Dinklage and, and put him in a fucking Wolverine suit. Yeah. See? It's basically. Wow. Um, Peter Dinklage, amazing actor. I don't know if we want to continue he's, this conversation. On that he's way. already in the MCU, so, like, he's out. Oh, man. Um. Or wait, nah, he's just in them X-Men movies. Fuck it, well, bring him in. They're they're loosely in the MCU now. They've been, <laughs> they're pulled part of the multiverse of of the MCU. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, it's just so irrelevant to me in movies how tall someone is, unless it's like, you know, a big part of the character. Because, it, like you said, you said you would have to shoot it well to reflect that they're 
you know, five three or whatever, but they don't they'd have to like go out of their way to shoot it that way just to hey, we're putting him next to a mailbox just so you see how small he is, you know, like it's just it just seems silly to me. I don't I know. I mean, if you just get a five foot three actor then like it's not you don't have to do anything like ridiculous then because you would know like who is anything you go to reference like that guy's tiny five, three. who exactly. oh man i i have no idea Ask there's got to be some sort of easy e easy <laughs> is five three apparently all the other ones are women though which like five foot three for a woman is i think that's relatively normal they're also wearing heels a lot of the time, which is deceptive. Um, I'm down to number 17, 18. <laughs> Easy E was the only one that made it in the top 20 of <laughs> famous men. Pat Oswalt? Pat Oswalt? Do you want him yeah. as Wolverine? Uh, no, man. He can stay as Modoc. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. Pat David Marita? Faustino. Dude, this is so funny. I don't. I don't know. Five, six, or whatever. If you want to kind of, I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like this is very important to me, though. You know? This is, Wolverine was my dude growing up. Wolver, when I was a kid, Wolverine was my favorite. Right. 90s X-Men just hit different than anything else, dude. You had Jim Lee taking over the X-Men. And, dude, Jim Lee's art on that 90s X-Men was like, holy shit. Shit, dude. Like For that's sure. that's what I wanted to draw when I was a kid. I was buying X Men comics and just like recreating what Jim Lee was doing. Absolutely insane. And then you have the cartoon between the, the comics put it on the map, but the cartoon is what made like every kid in America an X Men fan. That cartoon. Right. What kid didn't know that song? Right. Everybody knew it. It was so awesome. It was it was amazing. Um so we'll see. I don't know. I I think they'll probably get someone shorter. I don't know, man. Yeah, there's I no just, there's like very few five yeah. foot three actors. It's 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 really it's hard they they're gonna be digging deep, dude. So yeah. I don't know. Five five three is Nordis- noticeably, noticeably, not Nordic. Those guys are tall. <laughs> Nordically, Kevin Hart is five four. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Okay, I have to stop. Here. Okay. This is this is making me almost sad thinking about this could potentially be Kevin Feige smarter than that. Dude. Little Uzi Vert five. They have like several heights listed for him, and none of them are higher than five four. So he might even be shorter. <laughs> Michael J. Fox, dude, five four. Oh, dude, oh, man, he's yeah. We'll we'll see. Uh, Wolverine, I love Wolverine. One of the things that I've thought a lot about is, first of all, I think them hiring James Gunn to do the DC universe was the smartest thing they could have done. So, brilliant. But, especially leading up to this, and especially the last several years, I've thought to myself, what would I do if I was in charge? Have you thought about that at all? Like, what what you would do? Mm, 
Very little. Okay. Like, but mostly, I mean, it's uh, it's based off of like my youth and like what I've grown up with. So obviously, uh, immediately X Men would be a priority. But okay, I would so also want to steer it directly towards. We're talking uh, about DC right now, though. Oh, DC? Nah. <laughs> I mean, I would I would want to fix Green Lantern and then uh, forget about the Justice League and all of that crap for a bit before like trying to move forward with it. Yeah. Okay. I Mostly have... just because there's so much there. There's so much there. I have yep. a 64 point plan. <laughs> of what they should do. Okay. Day one. I'm down. Go for it. Run through them. Day one, I come in. JR, you're in, char- in charge of the entire DC universe. Okay. This is what we're doing. Everything. We're scrapping everything. We're doing everything. The great thing about DC, and this is what it makes it even more ridiculous that Marvel's doing so much better than DC. DC owns all their own IP. Whereas Marvel sold it off to everybody. Spider-Man was separate. X-Men was separate. Uh, That's why all these weird things, like that's why they couldn't make an X-Men movie, right? Warner Brothers owns DC. They basically with with few exceptions here and there, I think mainly characters that nobody even gives a shit about, they can do whatever they want with any of their characters. So, to me, this this whole idea that they haven't done anything good, that they haven't been able to get their shit together, I am blown away. So, what would I do? What I would do is scrape everything we're gonna have a flashpoint type event if you don't know what flashpoint is basically it's where the flash does flash things goes back in time and he basically changes the whole universe they've done it a few times like they had flashpoint which brought about the new 52 anytime dc has wanted to reset their continuity to start over from scratch, they, they've done something. Uh, they had Crisis on Infinite Earths before. They've had these types of events. So it's not going to be exactly Flashpoint, but in my new regime of DC, this authoritarian company, it's, it's everything. Comics, movies. We're doing something that's never been done before. This is what I think would be most exciting. So you have some type of event where we're restarting at zero. We're restarting all of the characters. There's a huge event that ends everything as we know it in the DC universe. Okay? Done. So now we're restarting a universe. Uh not incredibly different than it's been done recently. We'll have Superman comics. We'll have Batman comics. We'll have Green Lantern. All of the characters that we love, they're going to have comics. They're going to have updated uh, origins where we're all on the same page now. 
moving forward. They kind of tried to do this for New 52, but yeah. one of the things that I'm doing that makes this holy shit bonkers, I'm going to tie everything together. You're not going to have a DC uh, cinematic universe, DC comics, all this bullshit. I would make them part of one cohesive universe so that the comics are part of the cinematic universe. And the the cinematic universe is all tied together. Now, that doesn't mean that everything is necessarily going to relate to everything. Look at Marvel right now. You have She-Hulk, you have Shang-Chi, you know, you have all these different properties that are separate, but they're just part of the same cohesive universe, even if they don't really seem like it. That's what I would do with DC. The first thing that you do, Superman movie. Has to be uh, an awesome Superman movie. Um, to get into just a little bit of a detail of what I would make my Superman movie about, uh, if you've re- had you read a Superman American Alien? Uh, wait, I think I read one issue. Okay, so Superman American Alien is basically kind of just uh, Superman's coming of age from being a kid to becoming Superman. I thought it was great. You kind of see him at different stages of his life, just little short snippets. It's what I would do for an origin story, you know, take him through that whole history. All in one movie. Done. There's your first movie. Next movie, Batman. Has to be Batman. Superman, Batman, these are the two pillars that DC's facing. No more of this dark, brooding bullshit. Yes, Batman can be like a dark character or whatever. Of course he can. But we're going to set him up from the beginning that he's going to tie in with the rest because we're already thinking several steps ahead where there's going to be a Justice League movie in the next few years, right? So we're planning towards that. For the first Batman movie, what I would do is I would base this on uh, there's a new Batman series um that's pretty fucking good. It's called Batman the Night. Um okay. And it ran from January to October. It basically kind of retells Batman's origin. And it's awesome cuz it shows you a lot of the stuff that never really seen before. Like all the stuff with, you know, in the movies we've seen how he becomes a ninja we've never really seen how he becomes a detective. So right. uh, Batman the Night does show that. It shows how he went to Paris uh, and he studied how to become a thief, how to become a detective, and how he learned a lot of his skills. That's what I would do, kind of very similar with American Alien. I would kind of just speed up through his life. So you can do, you can redo everything that you've done, and I don't give a fuck if we've seen Martha die 75 times. Whatever. We're going to do it live again. Fuck it. <laughs> but we're going to do it better, and we're not going to have to do it again for a very long time. Right? We're not going to be resetting the shit in a week or whatever. So we're doing it. 
we're doing it well, and we're doing it all again. So we start off with him as a kid, parents die, and just I would show brief snippets of him, different periods of his life. Show him when he's a kid, you know, he's all sad, his parents are dead, wham, my parents are dead, you know, that kind of thing. Fucking kid, parents are dead, he's sad. As he gets a little, a little older, he starts to become a teenager, he's getting into a bunch of fights, but Bruce Wayne being Bruce Wayne, he wants to learn the best way to do everything. So he starts fighting MMA, he goes to fucking Japan to become a fucking ninja, he's going to other countries, you know, he goes to France to learn how to be a detective, he doesn't just, like, he goes all in when he does stuff. So, that's what I would do. I would show so, kind of that transition from him being a little kid to him fully becoming that. Like, alright, how long would that take you? Because, like, like, the plot of Batman the Night uh, introduces a whole bunch of characters and, like, spans quite a while. Good like, question. you wouldn't be able to do that in one movie. So, here is something that I've actually thought about because I think that that, that period for him is so fucking interesting. One thing that I would do... Okay, so we're in this cohesive universe where everything is part of everything else, but we're still going to have things like the multiverse, and we're still going to have the ability to jump back and forth in time. So one of the things that I thought would be super sick is to basically have a TV show of, like, basically a teenage... Not not Gotham, because he was a little kid in that, which I think was, oh my god, so stupid. But get him, like, a little bit older to where he does start fighting, he does start training, you know, basically where the night is taken from. I want to make a series about that, an actual TV series. So we'll have a series about that. We'll have a uh, part of that will be him training to become a ninja, his martial arts skills. That'll be a series that takes place during that time. So the movie will include parts of that, but it won't be – you're not going to be able to cram everything into it, right? Because – you just can't. Like you said, there's so much in there. And right. I don't want to leave all that behind. I want to cast someone as like a teenage Batman and then have an adult Batman. And then we'll come back to that high quality show for the teenage. So that's what I would do. That would be my most uh, important things as far as movies would be those two things. And with the comics, we're going to start telling stories that tie into everything else. So this way, people can... There's no more guesswork of, well, what do I have to... What do I have to read? What do I have to know? We'll set up things like, if people don't want to read all the comics, but maybe they want to know what's going on, we'll set up like recaps and shit like that, where even if people don't want to read all the comics, they can still catch up on what's going on and how it might affect what's to come. 
I just okay. have always thought that it would be so awesome to have everything tied in. Everything affects everything, you know? Not just the cinematic universe, but comics, everything, all of them tied into to the same cohesive universe. Um, part of that would be DC has some really good kids shows. So one thing we would do is we would have like a, a multiverse, like a different Earth designation probably, for like the Toon universe. Because there's so many good like little kid shows like Teen Titans and all that that kids just love. Now right. they have that, right? So that we don't have to get rid of that. It's not going anywhere. One thing I would love to look into, video games for specific heroes. There's there's not enough good video games based on superheroes. Um, you and I talked about something, let's say, uh, Arkham, like, before Arkham Asylum ever came out, we talked about, like, there should be a Batman game like that. And then years right. later, that came out. Amazing. They need to figure out a way to make video games like that for, like, Green Arrow. A dude that's, like, a badass with a bow and arrow. Why is there not a, why, why is there not a good Green Arrow game? You know? Right. Nightwing. Gotham Knights just came out. Everyone hated it. Whatever. But... Yeah. Figure out a good way to make a Superman game. Never been done. Superman's the biggest superhero on the planet. He's too overpowered. They don't know what to do with him. I would get with different video game developers and look at something new. What can we do to make Superman interesting as far as a video game goes? Definitely something to do with his super speed, how he can basically, you know, get anywhere at once. It always bugs me when I'm watching, you know, like, the uh, the Arrowverse has Superman and Supergirl in it, and actually, mm-hmm. by the time they come into it, the Arrowverse is fucking better than the DC universe, dude. The the cinematic universe, you know, they actually right. did really well towards the end. They kind of just embraced all the comic book silly bullshit, but it was actually like some of those things are really good, dude. Like they have Martian Manhunter is one of the main characters on Supergirl, John Johns. He's awesome. He's awesome in that show. Um, so, but when I'm watching it and you see, I want to see Superman or Supergirl moving so fast that it's like them blinking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they should be able to move where time is stopping and they can move so quick you can't even see. It's one thing that really bugs me about the Flash is the Flash is the fastest thing on the planet. He's the fastest man alive. If I'm going to cause a fucking thunderstorm of electricity everywhere I go, that kind of messes with my stealth capability of being the fastest person ever. You know? Right. Kind of, I just, that's always bugged me. Like this huge lightning storm that follows them. So I would, I want to see them focus a lot on that, on just like their super speed, how they can. So, flash game. Superman game, I don't have those ideas yet. Uh, once they put me in charge of everything, after you know, in 20 years when James Gunn is done, uh, we'll move forward with these plans. I mean, uh, it's make your resume, you never know. Hey, 
we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, video games. I also want to come out with a type of video game where there's episodes that we can follow along with on a set basis. So you might have seasons and, you know, you'll be able to play like a week at a time. And they could coincide with the comics or movies that are coming out, whatever. Kind of like how uh, they had those Walking Dead games where, you know, they had different episodes coming out. Why is there not more of that? I think that that was so brilliant. If I'm running Warner Brothers, but just even just the DC division, I want to do all of this, dude. I want to make video games for basically uh, every every A-list hero. Aquaman? Why why no good Aquaman game? I'm figuring it out if I'm in charge. So, little things like that. Um, we'll have different people in charge of you know, watching the continuity. Well, the comic writers will be in on the story. We'll have kind of like a rough idea of where the the story is going, let's say, for the year. And we're, it, it, we're all going to be going in one direction. So that's pretty much it. The video games tied in. You have your kids, kids-o-matic, cinematic universe. Uh... Yeah, every everything is included. We'll have we're gonna take over media. We're gonna have DC shows. We'll have a DC channel uh, on cable for the people who still want to watch cable. Oh, animated movies. DC's killing it on animated movies. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing an, animated movies. One thing I've always wanted to do is for animated movies. Get with someone like Jim Lee. Jim Lee, you know, has been with DC for a long time. Let's get him to obviously not animate an entire movie. Design some fucking characters, dude. Like, let's have Jim Lee draw these motherfuckers and let's animate those, you know. Um, But also, we'll have the animated universe will still be part of the bigger universe. So, still be able to tie that in maybe tell some of the stories that are even hard for a movie to go there but are easier on an animated version we're still going to have a multiverse so you're still going to be able to have you know Barack Obama Superman Earth 23 you know that's still going to be a thing we can still if we want to do like those you know wacky characters universes we're still going to have other multiverses to play with other other versions of Earth within the multiverse. We can have, you know, young Wonder Woman. If we want, we can have a young Wonder Woman movie. Even though our current continuity is, you know, uh, 2023, the year of our Lord, currently 2023, we can have movies set in the past. I want to have TV shows, like I said, set in the past. You know, have, have a Batman as a teenager young adult movie or show. If that was done well, how sick would that be, dude? If you had a Batman I want, show like, similar to the Mac. I want Batman's rogue gallery to be like displayed. Like more pro- like he has some of the weirdest freaking characters and like you don't hear of them except for like in the games pretty much. But never like on the big screen at all. And uh 
100%. So here's another thing that we're going to do. We're putting spotlights on all these motherfuckers. Now, nice. I probably, even if I'm given the keys to the kingdom, even I probably am not going to do a big budget Mr. Freeze movie. You know, it's just probably not going to happen. For every single character, we're not going to do like a fucking $500 million budget for Calendar Man. Right? It's probably not going to happen. But what we can do, why not have a 12 episode limited series about Scarecrow, about Mr. Freeze, about Riddler, just like Marvel's doing right now on the Disney, the Disney Channel. The DMC. That sounds dope. Disney Unlimited. Disney for life. Right? Dude. Let's do that. Let's fucking do that right now. Let's have a dope-ass Nightwing show. Let's start making everything. Get the right people involved, and we're just going to start making everything. Why not? Right. DC, I'm telling you, the, the Arrowverse... It's like it was so close to being what it what DC should be. The Arrowverse right. was they started off with Arrow and you know for they didn't even call him Green Arrow for some reason, but he's Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, uh just like Iron Man. And the Iron nobody give a fuck about Iron Man. Right. You know, they say, "Hey, you can go do this show on this stupid network, the CW that nobody cares about, with this character that nobody cares about. But then they started making a pretty decent show. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, what about The Flash? Flash is a much more popular superhero. They make a Flash show. Fuck. This is actually, this is actually working well. Right. Uh, they kind of, like, pigeonholed themselves by being so aerocentric in the beginning. Because the arrow's not the leader of the Greek, of the fucking Justice League, right? On any universe, you know. But for the Arrowverse, he's the guy, you know. I mean, you literally could just swap him and Batman, like, because they're essentially the same dude with different arsenals. Absolutely, but I mean, as far as superheroes go, though, too, Batman is like infinitely more respected for than, sure than Green Arrow is. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, they were so close. It start. I mean, they even brought Superman into it, dude. There's some of these, uh, like later events that they have, and it's funny because they're even kind of making fun of them in the different shows. Like Supergirl will meet Flash, and they're like, "Oh, is it that time of year again? Like, oh, are we doing this like once a year now? Does it seem like that's happening?" And it's funny, like they don't, they're they're like allowing themselves to poke fun at it, but at the same time, you have Flash, Superman, Supergirl, uh, Green Arrow, all on the same team. It's yep. fucking awesome, dude. But why they can't do that on the big screen, I don't know. It, it's like this weird thing where they didn't want to waste their best properties. And by doing that, they didn't do anything good with them, right? There's no reason in this day and age that you can't make an incredible 
Batman TV series. Right. You could make a Batman TV series today that could go down as, as the greatest show of all time. Batman's that kind of character. You could do that with all of his characters. Uh, you know, things that used to limit us, like special effects and all those things that made it so expensive to, to make these kinds of things, we could do those kinds of effects on an iPhone now. Right. There's there's no reason now to not, you know, you're watching these Arrowverse crossovers and they're, dude, the quality's better than movies were 10 years ago. So it makes you wonder, why then do we get Gotham, which is Batman, as an annoying, you know, eight-year-old? Because they don't want to use him until uh, we get a movie or whatever, you know? It's it's just like, if we use him correctly, boom, we're good. So that's kind of what I would do with, with the... Uh, the DC universe in general. Yeah. That makes sense. It was a lot. Uh, I may have exceeded my 46 points. <laughs> I think I'm a little winded at this point. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what James Gunn does, though. Yeah. What else? What else? I mean, we, what, what else uh, we it's just so there, crazy to me that, like... Uh, just Batman himself has like the greatest rogues gallery and it's huge, huge. Absolutely. That is what makes Batman such a good character is his rogues gallery. Yep. They're awesome. They're the best. Joker, Riddler, Penguin, Mr. Freeze, Catwoman. They're fucking awesome, dude. Absolutely. That's one of the things we would do. We would make series about all of them. Boom, Penguin Show. Boom, Rogue Show. The Penguin Show would be dope. I'd watch that shit. Oh, yeah. They were supposed to do one with what's-his-name from The Batman. Oh, word. Colin. Oh, uh, yeah. Colin Jost. <laughs> like Colin Jost? That's uh, <laughs> interesting. Colin Farrell? What else? What's What else is going on in the world today, Matt? <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to do that social media stuff. The social oh, wait. Yeah. That dude uh, died playing football. I don't know if I should say he died. Like, his heart stopped. Yeah. So you were texting me about this, and I said, if we're going to talk about it, let's record while we're talking about it. Right. So you said your girlfriend was talking to you about it? Yes. She uh, just texted me like, oh, shit, they uh, stopped the game and had to do CPR in this guy. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I probably worded it the wrong way. I was like, oh, shit, you think they're going to have games on Thursday? And not because, like, I care or that I was going to watch this game. I was like, hey, uh, this dude just died. Like, you might want to take a minute to be like, hey, uh, maybe not have people die on the field. Or, like, wait to see what happened. Because there might have been, like, some extenuating circumstances or something. But, uh, yeah, he still almost died. Okay. That's still, like, incredibly rare, though. 
this isn't even something that happens like once a season where someone just dies. In the so that's the other thing I was saying to her is like it's not that often that this happens like as far as far as like people dying i think it was like four people died last year uh playing football and they were like in high school or whatever um but it's it's always someone uh, who was like overheated or whatever uh no it's various reasons but like still um like my point is that uh people don't just die and everything like you'll have debilitating uh like injuries from playing football from like brain uh brain injuries to like severe brain damage to uh difficulty uh breathing and shit like way later down the line and i'm like all right well uh maybe just check to like i don't know man it seems like if someone dies playing this game more than just like hey let's uh not play the rest of this game tonight seems appropriate yeah i i think the much bigger problem because i think this is already like so incredibly rare at the pro level yeah tons of kids do die i think that's as much though because football is like the biggest sport across the country that there's so many millions of kids playing it that it's like you know, you get that many people involved doing anything and people are going to get hurt or whatever. Eh, was... So, like, I mean, not necessarily, right? Like, a million or two million kids could be, like, trying to be, like, pro e-gamers or whatever. And I don't know. They're probably not going to die from that shit. You've never heard of but a like, Mountain if you... Dew overdose? Say what? You've never heard of a Mountain Dew overdose? Oh, man, survive plenty. But, like, my thing is, all right, so you have the NFL, which is this giant entity, and if you become the best of the best, like, you might be able to partake in that, and if you do, your life is set, right? Not like, even, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the hope, absolutely. Right. So in pursuit of that, like, you need to go fucking hard, like, absolutely. all of the time, and like I know myself at least three people who had at least some decent promise of seeing the NFL and their careers all got ended before they got there due to injuries so like I get that it's rare for someone to die in the middle of an NFL game but I don't think it's rare that someone will have a life-changing injury in pursuit of getting to an NFL game no, so like, that's, that's true. That is true, too. Dude, that should happen at our high school, dude. Yep. You know? So I, I, that's definitely not uncommon. So, yes, absolutely that happens. I, I think that obviously some of them can be avoided. I think some of them, I don't know. They, I, I think that they've definitely tried to negate a lot of those. Um. Oh, you're right. There's so it goes beyond just deaths. There's so many injuries, um, especially the past you know few decades or so. Uh, we've seen a lot of people who have had so many concussions, depression after. Dude, our hometown boy, dude, Junior Seau. You know, yep. he he took his own life, and this is this exactly relates to that. Dude shot himself in the heart because he wanted them to be able to study his brain, which is fucked up, dude. So 
absolutely. I think more needs to be done. Um, I, I'm sure that they probably knew more about what kind of damage they were doing uh, before they kind of started taking more measures to, you know, like not have helmet-to-helmet collisions and that kind of thing. You know, it's definitely something that they've tried to, within the game, uh, make less injuries and fewer concussions and try to be stricter with concussion protocols and things like that so that if you do get one, you know, they're not just throwing you back in the game. Right. Um, so I definitely think that it's probably better than it's ever been as far as that goes, as far as, you know, safety. But as violent a game as it is, it's never going to be 100% safe. And I think everybody that has dedicated their life to it, I mean, they know the risks, but it's like, that's their goal in life, you know? Yeah. So I respect the fuck out of it, dude. You know, people that are that into it that, you know, they, they just want to do it no matter what. They know that you could die that, you know, you could be severely injured, but for them, like, success is all I'm concerned about. I want to be yep. successful. So, I think that's gnarly. I think that's crazy. Um, I definitely respect it. So, it's, it's kind of hard. Like, in, in my mind, what do you do? I think you try to make the game as safe as possible without making it flag football. You know? Because nobody has any interest in that. Um, I don't right. I man, there's, the, like, the some of the stories you see of a lot of players, you know, commit suicide after, depressed, things like that, super sad. People being broke after and not having insurance, things like that is, like, that, that should never happen. But a lot of them do, like, you know, someone who was a, a big lineman who, you know, now, 30 years after retiring, their bodies are just shot, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so I don't know. I don't know all the changes they've made in the past decade or two. I don't know how those will affect, like, the long term. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't imagine that it'll keep going like it was. You know, I, I, I don't think it'll ever be safe, but all of all of the, the like the devastating injuries and concussions and all that kind of stuff, I mean, because we're just gonna be more and more aware of it than we than we were. Right? It's not like people aren't gonna hear about them, people aren't gonna talk about them. I don't know. I I think our society is is kind of going in a way where now that we have this communication, like everybody knows everything that's that's going on, and people are much less likely to put up with bullshit now than we ever were in history. You know, I kind of feel the opposite. Like sometimes I feel like people are so comfortable that they're willing to put up with bullshit because they don't want to lose that comfortability. Of course, but. On, if I had to pick a way that it's going, you just look at like so many different metrics. Like Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, that shit was 
insane the way it popped off across the entire country. Did you had, did you hear anything about this, Matt? I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah, I may uh, I may have heard a little something about it. So, but I'm I not mean, going to condescend you and talk to you about what a big thing that was, but what was ever equivalent to that you know uh, well i mean rodney if king. you think about it like before then uh like we had rodney king uh getting beat by the lapd and when they got uh exonerated then they rioted in la and that shit was national like that was world news the problem is that like uh it took cops straight up murdering people now to like for a giant uh, movement, and when you think about it, what actually changed from it? Like they didn't, they didn't do shit to make our city safer. Fuck, like I'm in San Diego, and they increased the cops' budget. Like, I feel like for all that, the anger and everything, it doesn't change actual results. See, I so disagree because I think even if it's slowly. I absolutely think it's changed. Just the fact that like people aren't going to put up with that bullshit anymore. Um, you're seeing so much more now where a cop will get arrested for something they never would have gotten arrested for 20 years ago. You know? So, yes, I don't think it's happening at the rate that we want it to happen, but I absolutely think it's happening. Um, you read all these articles about, like, Oh, these Gen Z, you know, they're they're not buying houses, they're not getting married young enough, they're not doing what we want them to do, basically. You know, because they're doing what the fuck they want to do. They're not they're not playing the game by the rules that we just kind of thought were the rules before. You know? We just there was there was like all of these un unwritten rules kind of of life that if you want to be successful, you do these things. You know, you work hard. Oh, you would never just leave a job after six months or, you know, all these things that you didn't do. Whereas now, it's like the opposite. If you want to make more money, if you want to advance in your career, it's the opposite. It's like, you know what? I'm going to use this job to get experience or do whatever I can, but I'm going to look for the next best opportunity right now the whole idea of you know i'm gonna stay with a company for 40 years and then retire dude that's that's like that's dead you know right all all these things that we've had our whole entire life that like this is just the way we do things people are kind of waking up and like no nah. <laughs> like listen i in the past maybe I don't know how far to go back, but not even five years, even even more recently than that, I've never seen so many people that take such a hard left stance on a lot of things, like socialism, capitalism. I've, before that, you know, socialism has always been the devil that's like, oh, socialism is the worst, blah, blah, blah. But nobody ever really was socialist. You know, they were just like light capitalists, you know, right, but dude, everywhere I go now, if I'm online, I'm seeing people that are like, fuck capitalism, fuck the system, 
and it's resonating now more than I've ever seen that in my entire life, dude. People are like waking up to the bullshit and it may not fix everything overnight. It's it won't. We know that. Everything's going to take time, but all these old ideas of like oh, you know, a company's going to pay you, you know, my company's going to pay me what I'm worth. No, no company's going to pay you what you're worth. The whole idea is that, you know, they're paying you a fraction of what you're worth and they're keeping the rest, you know? Right. They're keeping the majority. The way that we can share information so fast now, people are realizing that and they're like, this system's stupid, you know? Why are we, why are we doing that? We could completely change the way that we do things or, you know, I don't know. So I'm not an economist. I don't have all the answers, but why is is Elon Musk brilliant? No, I don't think anybody thinks that anymore. You know? Right. No, I think people do. And that's uh that's the silly thing to me. People because they're still like, okay. oh, he's a billionaire. Of course he's a genius. But you take Elon's stock now, January 2023, versus Tesla at his height. It's a, it's a totally it's a totally different vibe on Elon. You know? Yeah. It's totally like people are people are realizing, yes, of course there's people that are like, oh he's you know, he's a billionaire, he's so smart, but then there's a very large chunk of people that are like, Oh, well, this guy created PayPal. I didn't know anything about setting up websites. I thought that was pretty smart. Uh this guy took over Tesla. I don't know anything about making cars. My friend that's an engineer said they're really good. I was like, wow, this guy must know what he's talking about. This guy, uh, you know, takes over SpaceX. I don't know anything about building rockets. You know, my friend that, uh, you know, builds rockets said he's a genius. I guess he's a genius. This right. guy takes over Twitter. I see him doing in real time. I'm a software developer. I see what a fucking moron he is. You know? Right. It's like the more he opens his mouth, the more we're like, oh, you are just someone who, you know, your parents owned a fucking emerald mine. I guess. Right. You know? I don't know. So who knows what happens? And, and here, here's one thing, too, that I think is, again, I'm not a fucking economist. I don't, I don't have expert knowledge on any of this shit, but even when people were saying Elon Musk is the richest man on the planet because Tesla was worth like more than every other automaker combined for some reason, there's no point that I thought you you could not have convinced me that Elon Musk was richer than like Zuckerberg or uh, fucking Bill Gates. I was like, there's no way. Now, he's the first guy to ever lose $200 billion. Did he ever really, did he have that to lose? Like, it's just, it's so weird how they put these guys' net value together, you know? Right. Their net worth. Because I, there was, I'm like, there's no way Tesla's worth that much. There's just no way. You're telling me, you know, it's worth multiple Toyotas combined, Toyota the entire corporation? 
It just it never made sense. I don't know. That's uh that's our finance talk for today. Well diversify your portfolio. Just buy buy low, sell high. There you go. Well, this has been a great talk. I don't think uh, that we planned to talk for this long today, but it was a great talk. You got anything else for me before we uh, before we call it a night here, sir? No, I think, uh, I think I'm good. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining me again, and thank you for listening to the Slang Book. I'm editing this out. Fuck it. We're done. I'll do it live.